fellow Zeros, thanks for tuning in to this edition of Zeros Talking Heroes, which is the podcast that's been a fool. We're here to talk to you about the new Batman animated movie, Gotham by Gaslight. To do it, I brought along three other orphans with me. Their names are Corey. The podcast that paid Houdini $300 for that trick. Sequel. The podcast that hopes you enjoy your stay at Hotel Blackgate. And Matt. The only podcast that can tame wild women. I'm glad you committed to the pet there. Thank you. I also just realized I don't think I introduced myself. My name's Joe. I'm the host. Okay. And Frank's is... Really early on. The podcast that wants you to go home. Home to mommy. That's a little bit of talk about Gotham by Gaslight, but before we continue that... <laughs> hey! We've been watching some other things... That we're going to tell you about now in an episode we're totally not recording a double for. We've been watching some stuff. Matt, go ahead. Uh, I'm keeping up with Critical Role. Uh, I want to say season two because it's the second time they're doing this. They the show the or first podcast? Campaign. It's a, a YouTube thing. Right? It's a YouTube audio play, and uh, yeah. Rebels is back. Rebels. So it's going to be over soon. That's it. But at least it finishes the story. Corey. I watched Mad Max Fury Road, believe it or not, actually. Mm. It was, we were just... The sequel and I almost came over. Oh, God, yeah. We just couldn't work out the, the carpooling situation. No. Yeah, I, we were... I just kept yelling, mediocre, and he was like, stop abusing me, and I was like, mediocre! <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason, we were just looking at, like, the line of DVDs we have on, like, the mantle under the TV, and it just, it was just scrolling through, I was like, you know what? Mad Max? Pam's dad was like, Yeah. And we just sat there and went, silence! Did not say a fucking word, because... They're saving you. You don't speak. You can't speak during that movie. It's... They don't speak, so why should you? Yeah, exactly. It's, it was good. It was a fun time. But that's pretty much it. For me. Sink, would you watch something? Yeah, I finished Friday Night Lights. <laughs> <laughs> but How'd Michael B. Jordan do? You dickhead. <laughs> we had a super team at the end. Got he did? Ring. Yeah, he got a ring. Oh, good for him. Spoilers. Did he get picked up by the NFL, or do we not know that? No, I saw in high school. To be continued. And I also watched Moneyball, because why not? (laughs) It checks out. Oh, speaking of things I watch, I watched Dinosaur Dana for the first time. It's an Amazon Prime, like, literally, Dinosaur Dora the Explorer type show. Is it for kids? It's for kids. It's interesting, and it's pretty cool, and I liked it. Matt's actually really stoked to have a baby so that he gets to watch these things guilt-free. Yeah, because Lori keeps putting on stupid shit. And Some I'm like, people would argue good. that this is why Matt had a child in the first place, yeah. just to watch these television yeah. programs. We're going to watch Transformers, the new stuff? No! <laughs> the good one. <laughs> the good stuff. Go out to lunch. With the ship that's crashed in the side of the mountain forever. Joe, what have you been watching? I watched three movies. I watched The Maze Runner. I'd never seen that one. Sorry? Did you like it? It's not bad. He told me I was a good dancer. He did. By he, he means no one (laughs) Wow. I was there, guys. It actually happened. (laughs) It was a really interesting experience. Because I wasn't expecting to talk to him, and then he talked to me, and I was like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I have the strangest boner right now. I was like, seriously. See, that movie's fine. I bought the first two. You bought them and then you watched them? They were on them? sale for like $5. I read the... Together? Yeah, I've read the books. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Did you read the prequel? This is a prequel? Uh, I own it because I think it's it's uh, the fourth book, right? Yes. Yeah, I haven't read it yet. I got through three chapters of it. And Not good? Couldn't do it anymore. No. Fair enough. See, I read the first 
three books of um, the Line, the Witch, and the Wardrobe series. Mm-hmm. And the first one is a prequel that was written after all the others. And I thought it was very good. But now you're telling me this is the fourth one of a new type of prequel before nonsense. Mm-hmm. And you said it sucked. Why does it suck? It's just you don't care about any of the characters they're introducing. That, that was my... Even though one of them is Peter Baelish, you didn't care about him? He is in the second movie. And but he's not in the prequel? He works for the company, doesn't he? I got three <clears throat> chapters in. They didn't, they didn't get into the. No, they didn't no. get into Wicked at all? Not yet. They didn't no. talk about Peter Baelish? Fucking. That, Chaos is a ladder. I also started the second movie and stopped it because I, this wasn't. It's I mean, also extremely difficult. It's extremely difficult to write an effective prequel. Because you know what's happening. Like, you know what's going to happen. So getting, like, buy-in to the story is substantially more difficult. You have to have a plan, I think, ahead of time. You have to say, all right, I'm just going to start it off and I'll explain how we got there. And if my book's successful, I'll go back and write another book. Yeah. Right, because, how we got there. Because most world building starts with something, and then you figure out how you got to that something. Yeah, and whether exists. you're talking about it or not, it, it exists in your mind, and then you just flesh it out. And one day when you're out of ideas for a book, you just explain you just, shit. You just go, James book. Potter. <laughs> he Fantastical was a beast and where to... <laughs> he was a fuck, wasn't he? He really was. He was, which was fine. I mean, if we're talking about prequels, why don't we bring up Star Wars? Uh, never mind, I can't do that. What What's other movies did you watch? Right What's here? a Star Wars? <laughs> and why do I love it so much? I don't know. Maze Runner, okay. The the other two movies, the other two movies I watched, I watched Labyrinth for the first time. Oh, did you love it? No, it's fine. I'm right there with you, man. I don't. It would have last worked better for me had I seen it as a kid, probably for sure. It's one of those movies, but it's just like I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. You didn't like it was also King and his big dick. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of hard I to ignore. Missed that part. Really? What? You did not see the stuffing in Dave and uh, David Bowie's pants. That's not where I look when David Bowie's cod on screen. Codpiece, yeah, his but it wasn't a codpiece because it wasn't outside his pants. It was literally just dick. He was not waistband. No, no, it was just there was dick. no waistband. There was <laughs> no, no band to waistband. No, no, he, uh, he was the Goblin King, and it was just dick. The other two, um, like Dark Crystal and Legend. Oh, is, Dark Crystal, I so love Dark Crystal. There are more, and I love Legend. They're, 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 they're related. I will fight people. Same style. I, I don't think it's a related okay, story. I have no idea. I'm not that into it. Legend of Tom Cruise is like one of Tom Cruise's first movies. Tim Curry was good Tom Cruise and Tim, Tim Curry's in it. So good. Yeah, now I know what to watch when I go home. Thank you. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Last movie. <laughs> and the last movie I watched was In the Heat of the Night. Excellent movie. You like it? I really hope you like it. I'm waiting for him to finish. Okay. Because this isn't making it in. Rivers of trees. That's in the middle of the night. Yeah. (sighs) That was a winter soldier. (laughs) It's coming back to me now. Yes, it was very good. I really enjoyed it. I actually didn't realize that it was uh, one best picture. Yep. It's in the AFI's top 100. It's it's a very good movie. It's it's hard for me to describe and go into detail about it, but it's good and it was very upsetting. Yeah, but that's what it set out to be. Like it, the racism in that movie makes me very angry. To right, because he's like not wrong, and he's got to help these yeah. people. And he's like the best dude. Well, not the best dude, but like he's he's very good intentions. He's and, very professional about it. And those scenes where he almost loses it, you got you can see the tension in his face. It's a very good movie. Yeah, and he has the ability to 
look at himself and take back, like, no, I'm being unreasonable because I'm angry at this man. It's good. Haven't, very good haven't been able to track that one down. No? I'm no. not surprised. And that's what we've been watching. Let's give you the movie facts for the brand spanking new Gotham by Gaslight. It's not brand spanking new, but it's pretty new. It's a 2018 movie. It's rated R, which is surprising for a animated movie. Yeah. It's one hour, 18 minutes long. Its director's name is Sam... It's either Lou or Liu. It's Lou. Lou? Cool. He is no stranger to directing animated movies, as he's directed quite a few. Do tell, Joe. <sighs> it's going to take a while. Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, Planet Hulk, Justice League, Crisis on Two Earths, All-Star Superman, Thor, Tales of Asgard, Batman, Year One, Justice League, Gods and Monsters, Justice League vs. Teen Titans, The Killing Joke, and Batman and Harley Quinn. The Killing Joke is in The Killing Joke that we did? Yep. Wow. Is that all he's done is animated comic movies? I mean, he's directed animated comic TV shows. I feel like we should be more familiar with him at this point in our career. I guess. But <laughs> he's done a lot. Well, it's not really a director that we remember, tend to, an animated director. That's true. But I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested in seeing some of these. What was that, Avengers vs. Team Titans? Uh, yes, no, please. Justice League vs. Team Titans. Justice League vs. Team Titans? Yes, please. Still yes, please. I've heard Batman and Harley Quinn, which is the one he did before this, was terrible. Mm. I've heard it's real bad. I'll, I'll look into it and let you know. This movie stars the voice talents of Bruce Greenwood, Jennifer Carpenter, Anthony Head, Chris Cox, Scott Patterson, John DiMaggio, Gray Griffin, Bob Joles, Yuri Lowenthal, Lincoln Melcher, William Salyers, and Tara Strong. I think Carrie Wurr is in this, too. I think. Who? Carrie Wurr. W-U-H-E-R. So while you look that up on your magic box, um... As you guys know, I did a mostly Buffy ten things recently. Um, the reason it was stuck in my head is because the guy who plays Giles is Alfred. Alfred. Yep, yeah. I saw that. I was like, ah, Giles. Yeah, what Ripper. The budget for the movie, who knows? Gross didn't gross anything. These animated didn't go to theaters. As such, the scores are also kind of limited. Rotten Tomatoes just barely has a rating at eighty three percent. Not doing it? Yeah, certified fresh. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the fence. He came around. The audience score a little bit lower, 64%. IMDb, 6.9 out of 10. Metacritic, it doesn't exist on. Good. Those are the movie facts for Gotham by Gaslight, and now we're going to give you our spoiler-free thoughts about the movie. So then, sequel. I think once you get over the premise of this movie, it's kind of bland. And I got over the premise fairly quickly, so about 20 minutes in. So I just kind of, you know, relax for the last hour and try to enjoy myself. Pretty much it. <laughs> a lot of phone checking during this movie. Didn't really... I laid back, <laughs> put the cucumber slices on my eyes. <laughs> and listened away. I really didn't grab my attention too much. Fair enough. Matt, how'd you like it? I enjoyed it a lot. I've actually read this comic book, um, read this trade paperback... In person, it is a Mike Mignola Batman Elseworld. So I'm down to clown. I'm actually a big fan of Elseworlds. But Matt, who is Mike <clears throat> Mignola? Mike Mignola is the creator and owner of Hellboy. Thank you. And he did a lot of work for other people before he got greenlit to be to do Hellboy in '94. 
So this is pre-94? Yes. Wow. Took a while to adapt this one. Yeah. I mean, it's a new thing. That's true. You know? Like, and they're only doing popular shit. Mm-hmm. Elseworlds are not popular. There's an Elseworld where Superman lands during the Mesozoic. I want to watch that, but you're not going to find a lot of other people that want to fucking watch Did that. Did we segue back to Savage Land somehow? Sauron is there. I know. He can turn people into dinosaurs. I'm aware. So yeah, I I really enjoyed this movie. It definitely didn't go exactly the way the comic did, but the first part is like almost spot on. And Corey, what did you think? I thought it was an interesting concept. Uh, I think they executed it pretty well, and they did a decent job hiding the twist at the end. Because I got one Jack the Ripper murder in and started thinking about Jack the Ripper and was like, oh, I know how they're going to do this. Because you start seeing all of the other people from the Batman universe in it. Um, And then it turned out to be completely not that. So the reveal at the end was pretty good for me. And I enjoyed the fact that Batman got his ass kicked more than once. It's not like he went easy the first time, got his ass kicked, and came back and really killed it the next time. It was actually a struggle the entire way through. So This was the real Batman. Yeah. So I enjoyed it, but I agree with Sequel at the same point. It, it is kind of bland. I can see somebody just having it on in the background and checking their phones. I, I see both sides of it. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, and what makes it more impressive to me is that I could feel myself getting sick while watching this movie, and I still enjoyed it. <laughs> Oh, you watched this last week when you were starting to get Yeah, it. like the night where I was like... Yeah, so that's a testament to if I can enjoy a movie while I feel myself starting to feel terrible, then it's a movie I enjoy. So it was it was good. It was, it was a refreshing take on Batman. I liked it. I liked that they introduced all the characters in, I'm used to seeing in a Batman universe. Most. Fair. Most. Yeah. A lot of saying, the characters... Some of them I'm were missing, and it was interesting who they nitpicked. And they added a few that I did not expect to see. Yes. In very limited capacity. So that was nice to see. Mm-hmm. It was it was a fun time. I would absolutely... I was trying to figure out who Jack the Ripper was. Me too. And, you know, I've, as with everyone else here, I think it threw me through a loop. Same. Oh, Wasn't you that? were fucking thrown for a loop sequel? Before the reveal, I figured it out. Really? Yeah. Like right before, or like a few minutes before? All right. Okay. Well, uh, well, you're gonna have to walk me through that one sure. once we get into spoilers. You, you looked it up on your phone. I did not look. He, up. Did. he was like, "Who's the fucking?" I was playing Harper? baseball. Boy I did not. Right. Baseball what? boy. You Those are our general thoughts. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Okay, so from here right now, we're gonna be spoiling Gotham by Gaslight. If you haven't seen it, this is your last chance to get out spoiler free. You have been warned. Let's do this thing. One interesting choice that they made in this movie is that they chose when to put the pupils in very randomly. Most of the movie, nobody has fucking pupils. Really? That's kind of Batman animated series I style. I don't even remember noticing I, that. Yeah, I don't remember. They're used for effect. They yeah. yeah. But like, I just kept looking at like their eyes and be like, okay, they've made a choice not to put the blacks of the eyes in. Okay, fair enough. And then you'd zoom in and it'd be blacks of the eyes. I'm like, I get it for effect, but it's like... I don't know. I just feel like the pen, like the guy who's doing the illustration, can do this throughout the course of the of this of the whole movie. The anchor got really lazy. I yeah. feel like the bigger, more important point was the fact that Batman didn't have white eyes. Batman had human eyes, which Batman never yeah. has, which I thought was awesome. That's actually interesting. I didn't even pick that up on that, but you're right. It goes hand in hand with the low tech of a suit. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like even in other like 
quote, low-tech Batmans, he's still got, like, something that obscures, like, his eyes being human. Yeah. Like, his eyes were straight-up human. I loved his suit. I loved the way that they melded the dress of the time period that they were trying to... With traditional Batman. Yeah. So, like, yeah, he has a cape, but it kind of just looks like one of the big overcoats all men wore. It's a great coat, yeah. Yeah. I fucking loved that. He stenciled some bats on there. I also really like the damage that happened to the suit. It felt more real. Like, I know suits have been damaged in the past, but when he, like, put his head in the propeller and you saw it, like, cutting off the ears, I was like, oh, that's really cool. And the knife that slit the eye the yeah. eye hole, like... The bullet wound kind the of... The bullet wound, yeah. But that's something that almost always happens. He always kind of gets shattered yeah. and just grazes. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, the ears are definitely the bigger one. Because it's definitely not made of... Yeah, it's just it's just material. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 gonna show that wear and that's yep. that's nice that they did that. It was a good touch. So they kicked this movie off with in the Poison Ivy Burlesque dance and I was oh. like, So this is how this shit's gonna go down? Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like ay ay ay. I was like, Alright. It's like this is new. I'm gonna strap in for this yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, it follows up with kind of what actually happened in the Jack the Ripper murders. Yeah. Where it's kind of somebody was like, Hey, Girls, the night of the I, Let's do this. Yeah. And then she gets brutally... Sl- brr- we don't see too much of the after effects of what happened to Ivy, but they cut to and from her screaming and Jack the Ripper's blade going in and out enough time to know that it is gratuitous violence happening. Mm-hmm. But not so much that you're like, okay, move on. Yeah. It's like, well, it's tasteful enough that you can stomach it. Do you feel this movie earned its R rating? Yes. I don't know. I for a cartoon, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think it does. That's fair. Because I, for a cartoon you always have to take it down a notch. Because you assume kids are gonna want to watch it. Right. So Is there swearing in this? There is, right? But a some shit. Said shit. Whore slut. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. Yeah. He the Jack the Ripper right. letter there's the Jack the Ripper letter. The Deer Balls letter. I think that might actually have been word for word what the Deer Balls letter said. Yeah. Don't quote me on that, but it's it's very similar to the Deer Balls letter. For those of you that don't know, the Dear Boss letter is like the really famous piece of Jack the Ripper stuff. That's the okay. one that he wrote to the police. Gotcha. Quote unquote, wrote to the police. Was he ever caught? He was never caught. No. In fact, we, they still don't know anything about him. Yeah. There's still people. He who could like still be murdering people yeah. today. But there's still, still people who followed uh, Butch Cassidy, so yeah. he survived. We have no idea who he was, what motivated him, and why he stopped after Mary Shadow. We have no idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe he died. Maybe. It would have been super impressive for a man that was that close to death to have been able to pull that off, but... yeah, Everybody can get hit by a bus sometime. Or a carriage. That's true. Or a carriage. I was gonna say, it would be a carriage. I was going to say, if he got hit by a bus, impressive. Anachronism. Anachronism. A bus just shows up, hits him, and then fades into, <laughs> into fog. Or even better yet, he was doing all these ritualistic murders to become a time traveler. <laughs> gets through his time travel machine, gets hit by a bus immediately. God, that's fucking karma, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. You know what? That's that's my Jack the Ripper story. That's how my Jack the Ripper story is. So he finds this time machine, right? <laughs> he needs a lot of horror blood to do it. Yeah. It runs on horror blood. Yeah. Um, so I feel like we need to talk about what an Elseworld is. Sure. An Elseworld is something that DC, I want to say coined. Don't quote me. I hate DC, but I have a working knowledge of it. It's something that involves a story that you know, but takes it on a different spin. For instance, Red Sun is a very famous DC Elseworld where instead of uh, Kal-El landing in uh, Ohio, not Ohio, Kansas. Uh, Kansas, he lands in 1942 Ukraine. Ooh. 
and gets picked up by Lenin and becomes be- becomes the Soviet Union. That sounds dope. It is dope. It is very cool. Same movie for that. Yeah, they they need to do that. movie. But he's a country. Yeah, he's Superman, and he is the first person in the Soviet Union. Yeah, he's the country. But uh, yeah, oh. Red Red Sun's a very good one. But this is another one where it's you know Batman, but. Slanted, but I like the way they take the characters we all know and love and just cast them in a different light. I like the three Robins. So we have the three Robins all together, bumming around, and they all acted exactly like they were. Shit! You didn't notice that? You didn't notice that? That Dickie, Jason, and and Tim. Tim. Oh my god! Oh my! I did not. No. No. Dickie was straight and true. Jason was an asshole. Oh my god! And then Tim was a little boy. Tim was a little guy. Yep. It was so cute. I have been trying. I was. I spent every. Second of the three of them on screen trying to put why they were there and why they were important because they kept showing up. Motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And, and I actually talked to a Batman. Ex- well, think about the, the first scene, I didn't catch the names. Mm, that's so right. then they kept showing up. I'm like, why do these three kids keep showing up? Mm-hmm. I fucking get it now. Yeah, I heard the names. I was like, wait, did he just say Dickie, <clears throat> Jason? Yep, these are Robins. And then I said, and it's Timmy. Yes. <laughs> and he, take, he takes them under their wings, sends them to like, oh my God. Yep. Has them do, Jesus Christ. Yep. This movie just became so much better. And at right? the very end where he's like, um. They're yours now. It's like, they're yours, sir. Yep. Yeah. If this was a video medium, you'd all get to see Corey just have enlightening moments. That's a great word for it. Home. So I asked the Batman friend that I have uh, about the characters because, as I said, uh, fuck Batman. And so Cyrus Gold is Solomon Grundy. So the guy he fights in the prison yep, is Solomon sense, Grundy. Yep. Big Bill Dust was the was the was leader the, of the, the gang of, the of kids. Yeah. He didn't know who that was, and that's what really surprised me because I feel like that is definitely someone. Um, he might have been made up for this. Leslie, uh, sister Leslie, is Doctor Leslie Tompkins, who I imagine worked in Arkham. Mahoney, the the crazy drunk lady, mm-hmm. is a play on Harley Quinn, we believe. Uh, the voice, yeah, because it's the yeah. same same chick as Harley Quinn. And Barbara Gordon is Barbara Gordon. Obviously, they just made it his wife Wait, instead of what? <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> But the, there are people that I'm definitely surprised didn't show up. Like, that woman is obvious, and Poison Ivy is obvious. But Cobblepot didn't show up. The Joker didn't show up. That's well, the one. Yeah, we all thought the Joker's going to be Jack the Ripper. Right, and he started, wasn't. Right? Yeah. Nope. I never thought that for a second. Two-Face. Really? Two-Face. Oh, well, Two-Face showed up. Yeah. When, when Harvey Dent showed up, and then they said that Jack on Hyde thing, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. See, see, my thing, my thing is as soon as Dent shows up, right, right in my head, and my knowledge of Ripper lore... Was one of the big theories is that it's like a high fluting guy who also went and became a serial killer. So he essentially had two faces. Right. He was the fancy guy in society, and he was also Jack the Ripper. So when Dent shows up, I was like, "There it is. There's Two Face. He's okay. literally going to be Two Face in this." I convinced. I was convinced from the gate. I didn't think they you were right. trying to surprise you. And I really thought it was going to be the Joker early on. So that was my thought process going in. <laughs> I, I, just the, I just thought the Joker was going to show up. Yeah. I didn't expect to see the Joker at all. Really? I don't know I don't know why I thought that, but I, it didn't yeah. even cross my mind that the Joker was going to be in this movie. I didn't think I was going to see most of the people I saw, if, I, if I'm being honest. I kind of thought it was Bruce Wayne was going to be the only name that I was going to recognize. But to your point, sequel, yes. That make, making it the Joker makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. A lunatic going around just killing people for no sure. particular reason. But then again, 
if you went through the scenes with uh, at Arkham, you might be able to pick a guy out of the crowd who looks Joker-like enough that you could... Maybe. Hugo Strange is a direct pull, too, right? Yeah, Hugo Strange yes. does the same job. He's just the leader of Arkham? Yeah. Okay. The Marvel Doctor Strange is way cooler than the DC Doctor Strange. Ding! Yes, you are correct. <laughs> Absolutely. I thought that immediately. I'm like, this Doctor Strange is not... You know, he's awesome. cool as other, other he's cool in video games. Is he in the first one? Because that's the only one I've played. I don't remember. Yeah. He has to be, because it's literally, or, it's literally yeah. Batman Arkham Asylum. He has to be. I just don't remember it. Yeah. Damn! I gotta go back and play those. I fucking love those games. What I brought up in my spoiler-free thing I'm gonna get into now... When the first time we have Jack the Ripper going up against Batman, yeah, and he gets his ass kicked, the following scene, I think it's the following scene, or maybe it's, I don't remember when, but at some point Batman openly says, oh, I underestimated how strong he was going to be. I thought that opened up the plot for more, like the rest of the movie was just going to be more detective work, and then one more final showdown, and Batman was going to have the upper hand the entire time. Mm -hmm. That is not... Nope. How they went with this. Batman gets his ass kicked up and down this movie. Because he's a people. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. I loved... And I, I, I love Batman. Batman I can appreciate. Yeah. I love Batman. I love when he doesn't fucking ever have an issue, too. I like that Batman, too. But every once in a while, it's nice to see a human Batman. And that was a cool little touch. Yeah, but I like the way they, they even grounded like the science and everything. Like He was using a microscope, and it's like... In that time period, a microscope was like... Fucking crazy! Like, he was so rich. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love Alfred being like, "Are you looking at a fingerprint? <laughs> you know that not, that's not going to be admissible in court, right?" That's again a cool touch. Yeah, that was a wild a, theory. <laughs> I kind of wanted him to have a. I kind of wanted Bruce to have a mustache, just because I wanted to have a mustache under the cowl. But <laughs> that would never work out. That will never ever. Yeah, that will never Because even in Dark Knight. Uh, he took he shaved the mustache off before he put the cowl back on, but yeah. still. You have a mustache, then you're like every other guy. <sighs> he could be Batman well. Batman well. Well, holy shit. That's well done. That was great. That was good. Yeah, I, I expected Bane to be in this movie. Huh. Wasn't here. Interesting. I kind of expected Bane. I actually thought, when you said Solomon Grundy, I was thinking Bane. Yeah, I thought it was Bane too, but that's why I asked an expert. Hmm. A, bat, a bat... A bat bird? A is, what was his name? Because it kind of sounded like Solomon. S- uh, Cyrus uh, Gold. Yeah. Yeah, so. it sounds, yeah. But I, I remember Solomon Grundy's name being Solomon Grundy. That's why I was like, it's not Solomon Grundy. That's ridiculous. And he's not dead, so... There was a line in that scene. Was he supposed to be a homosexual? Who? The cat. Well, they're in prison. I mean, yeah, it's a homosexual prison. Right. No, well, I don't know if that's accurate, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, watch the documentaries, people. It's, what? It happens. Well, when, when Bruce challenges him, yeah. and he says, no weaklings, I'm going to pound you later in private. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> yep. I was like, that's awkward. 100% what that was about. Right? Yeah. I like the way he's like, no, we'll fight now. And he took the freaking <laughs> tray and just threw it at his face, and I was like... Again, exactly people, how Batman would People Batman. That was the first battering. I know it wasn't actually... It was not. He had them. Yep. Yeah. See, I've always had this idea of an Elseworld myself with, with a with a Batman and Catwoman dynamic where Catwoman was the good guy and Batman was the bad guy. And I was like, this almost played on that where Catwoman was her own kind of vigilante good guy. She certainly was at no point suggested to be a bad guy. No, no. but she was definitely... 
slanted in the oh, law because of her profession yeah. and the time. I loved the backstory they gave her. Yes. That she's a lion tamer, and yep. that's why she's big into cats, and that's why she has the... That's cool. So good. Yeah, so good. It was, I thought that was well really, done. really clever. Yep. That, that's what this movie does well. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, this movie is clever. And they did the Two-Face thing cleverly. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a white knight, blah, 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 but then he's a drunkard and a whore, mm-hmm. whoremonger at night, and it's like, yeah, that works out. That checks out. The steampunkiness was good. And that's, yep. and that's what the motorcycle... The yep. motorcycle really drove that home. Yep. Was that, like, there's some steampunk involved here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what it is. It, uh, it's steampunk. But then, like, in the second part of the arc in the comic book, it goes more into the strange area. Mm-hmm. Like Doctor Strange. The occult. Like fucking Cthulhu. Ooh, yeah. so the occult. Yeah, no, it goes deep. Action. I like the fighting. Yeah, the fighting mm-hmm. was really fun. That's, that's my favorite scene of the movie is the Zeppelin fight. That whole sequence fighting the rooftops and he fights in the Zeppelin twice yeah which was a, I thought was a weird choice you could put a, you could you could pick a different scene right? mm-hmm. it's a different I actually like the fight in the butcher the first one yeah because it was like the, the terrain was more interesting even though the terrain was more aggressive in the Zeppelin and stuff I like the fact that it was like there were all these sacks of meat hanging around and it was like, like you could hide it. behind them you can throw them at people there's a trap door on the floor that was awesome I find it I found the end of that scene a little frustrating because Selena Kyle was all like, I could have handled myself. No. Bitch, you were about to die. And she's like, what are you going to do, walk me home? And he was gone. And I was like... Those are great. Those, the, they, they they stick to the Batman leaves mid-conversation thing. Mm-hmm. Good points, too. Like, Gordon is having this like long monologue about like how this is his refuge. This is where he doesn't have to... He gets to leave, like... The work behind. The work behind, how terrible London is, or Gotham London, whatever he wants to fucking call it. And then he turns around. Gone. I just yeah, want to know what the America. last word is. It was straight up America. Mm-hmm. Because he fought in the Civil War, like, yeah. it was all, like, straight up America. Antietam. Yeah, Antietam you mentioned, yeah. But it's one day battle in the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, sequel, we're getting to that point now where I want to know where you figure when you figured it out before the reveal. After the second Zeppelin fight, when Batman's kind of fleeing from the uh, police, mm-hmm. Gordon shows up, and then the lead cop was like, where have you been all this time? And as soon as he said, where have you been all this time? I'm like, oh, he's Jack the Ripper. He's a fight Fuck you, sequel. Right uh, you know what? Okay, good. I, I missed that line. Mm-hmm. That may have that may have been a glance down at my phone. Moment. Yeah, just watching movies. Whenever anyone shows up and someone asks where you've been, they were there. Yeah, they were involved. Ace was in the movie. Who? Ace, Batman's oh. dog. Okay. He was at the fairground. Oh. The dog that started barking at Selena Kyle. I was like, oh my god, Ace made it in. Because nice. it's all the Elseworld shit is all about like cameos. Mm-hmm. Like, and I so I was I was always looking for like. Someone, blah, blah, blah. And then when Ace showed up, I was like, oh my god, Ace! Yay! Woo. You got a lot of notes there, Sequel. I feel like you didn't say much, though. Most of it was about the second half. Um, I like the Hugo Strange death scene a lot. Mm-hmm. He gets thrown into that pit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they go into, um, I guess, frontal lobotomies to fix, mm-hmm. to fix his patients. Yeah. That was a big theme of the time, right? Yep. That yeah. Was, that yeah. was like medical tech at the time, for lack of a better term. It's the best we could do. <laughs> it's true. Right in, right in here. Yeah, so all those, uh, I guess, inmates in the pit were... Uh, Tore them apart. Hmm? They tore them apart. Yeah. Fitting, you know? Yeah. yeah. If you're going to do something that tortures a person. 
I like the way he was trying to use science against Jack the Ripper. I don't fit your profile. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't fit your profile. <laughs> the Gordon reveal uh, when when Batman figures it out and finds like the secret room. He has a lot of pictures of himself on the wall. It's kind of weird. He's a psychopath. So. Yeah, a lot of psycho a lot, a lot of psychopaths are very self centered. But the only reason is to show he was like a prize fighter at some point. Prize fighter, prize and, he, fighter. and he was a and he was a medic at one point. Medic right. butcher, like it was all like all of the parts came together. It's right. his room of accomplishments. Yeah. And because Organs. he's crazy, and he sees both parts of his life <laughs> his as successes. Crazy, his crazy wife daughter came in hmm. with her burned face. Crazy wife daughter. Because I'm pretty sure his wife's name isn't usually Barbara. Yeah, I guess it's good know. mine. And they don't care about Batman's life. Sometimes it is. Know, it is Gotham at fault, right? Do we watch Gotham? Does anyone watch Gotham? I've, I've watched Gotham. I got bored with it pretty quickly. Yeah, so have I. Yeah. Oh, of course. About three episodes in. I, I watched the first two seasons. And Whoa! Joe put in time. I finished the first season. Joe put in time. The I second. Fish movie. <laughs> the second, uh, you know, Bruce became Nightwing, I was done with the show. I, I don't know when, if or when that happened. It's happening right now? Yeah, it's happening. Wonderful. It's stupid. Anyway, back to this. Yeah. You guys want to do favorite, least favorite? Yeah, let's yeah, do it. I did my favorite. Was you do it second, first, Joe. Second um, Zeppelin fight. Second Zeppelin Okay, my favorite was uh, just the reveal when he goes in that room, all that weird shit. And I was like, holy shit, yeah, it was Jim Gordon. Didn't see that coming. Uh, I think that the other side of it, too, is, is that we're so used to Batman figuring out this stuff off screen and then walking in like, duh, Obviously, this is how I knew. Like Scooby Doo. Yeah, where this was very much a, almost an accident, mm-hmm. where he goes to Gordon's house for help, and then one thing just is like a little off. And he's like, "Wait, why isn't he? What are you do?" And then he goes into the room, and then it all clicks. Like mm-hmm. for like, the oh, gra- oh. for the greatest detective, he was pretty bad at doing detective stuff in this. It was his second job. Yeah. His first was being rich. That's right. <laughs> but your point remains the same. The reveal is still really freaking cool. I like, um, I'm going to go ahead and say all the Alf- the Alfred scenes with Alfred playing Bruce. Here's your uh, evening wear, sir. Uh, that's not the evening wear I was talking about. No, this is what you're fucking wearing. <laughs> <laughs> all those scenes like with the little boys, they're yours now. All that Alfred being a dick stuff shit was really cool. I liked pretty much anything that involved Selena Kyle. I think she her role in this was really cool. Oh yeah. Because she was both the damsel in distress and the heroine. The heroine all at the same time. Yep. At one point on purpose. And with she? a little bit of heroin too. Yeah, probably. At one point. Oh that's right. That's right. The injection there. So that I think I think she she was portrayed really well. Yeah. Better than better than we're used to seeing her because usually we we really see her even at her best still polarized to the bad side and this is not so much. I love the fact that she was so willing to out Bruce as Batman. Yeah, like I don't give a shit. Like I'm, I'm just like this, this. You need to be out of here, and this is how we're gonna get you out. Exactly. Of here. Perfect. And then Bruce was like, "Okay, I've elevated this plan. <laughs> Tell the boys to get my motorcycle and two hundred dollars if you do it in a half hour." What? <laughs> What those taking my lunch? Pictures? Yeah, it was it was a cipher. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the thing I liked. He held it up and it looked like a. I was like, oh shit! Of course he wrote a cipher. Like, do you think he got two hundred bucks, man? What's yeah, that? he's a man of his word. 
Oh, what? Yeah. Did Alfred know? Is it in a cipher? Give the guy 200 bucks. Yeah. Or at the very least... I, or Alfred knows. No. Vice he versa. Same, he has a standing deal with Alfred. If someone shows up with a note, you give them $200. And that, vice versa... Vice, vice versa... If the guy just, if Alfred just took the note and looked at it and was like, uh huh, and like went to turn away, the, the cow would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Bruce said you'd give me 200 bucks if I got here. The guy would have said, you, Bruce owes me some money. Yeah. And the guy would have like, how much? He went, $500. <laughs> Fine, too. Probably, right? That's, you know what? It's still right. Bruce Wayne money. He built the World Fair. I mean, I don't think yeah. he's, he's fretting about okay. 500 bucks. Back then. Even though. back in that time. What's the he still made a goddamn Ferris wheel. He did a cool looking Ferris. Oh, yeah. Fortune was only eight hundred dollars, and it was all tiny houses as yeah. the as the the rooms. Least favorites. I did not particularly love the funeral for the nun. I thought that the whole interaction between Bruce and Hugo Strange in that scenario was a little, weird. Was a little off-putting. I especially because it was like Hugo knew that he was Batman. Yeah, to an extent, and, and past that, like Hugo's talking about lobotomies at like a funeral. I'm just like, this is. Weird. It didn't yeah. really. It, I don't think it did anything to like further the plot in any real way. It just kind of. It was just kind of a scene that they put in for putting it in sake. Yeah, that's my least. Do you have one? Yeah, I really didn't care for. Um, I guess after the reveal, Gordon's language. Not that it offended me. I just thought it was too much. Like he said, the horrors and the sluts. I'm gonna kill them all and purify the street. He just kept going on and on and on with those. I kind of like shut up already. Yeah, I think that that's just a continuation. So we we get the the dear boss letter early on in the movie, and that's like the only Jack the Ripper talk that we get throughout the whole movie. So now that Gordon doesn't have to hide behind his being a police chief or you know making the letter seem purposefully stupid. He's he's no longer living two lives. Yeah, it's just it's all pouring out. Yeah. I, I agree it's a little much, but I it at it, least it the, feels free in that moment. Yeah, at least the the, the motivation behind the, the sentence makes I get the, I get the point. I just feel like they were teetering between a PG thirteen and an R. It was just a lot in like a two minute span. Yeah. Like, right, we got it. We got it. For real. Still thinking Matt? Yeah. My least favorite is uh, what's the what's the old drunk woman's name? Marlene. Marlene. Marlene Mahoney. Whatever. Mahoney. Yeah, it's not Mahoney. <laughs> I think it's Marlene Mahoney. It is. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were just saying her first name was Mahoney. No, no, Marlene. I thought you were making a police academy joke for some reason. Anyway. So Marlene yelling at Bruce after the funeral. That seems just stupid. Dumb. Yep. Like I got what she was doing, but it's just that, that's where I got that the, worked. Uh, the Harley Quinn. That's when her voice was like the most shrill to me. Yeah, it was very uh, Harley Quinn. See, I still don't know what the main point of that was. I mean, she gets killed shortly thereafter. What was it to extort Bruce? Yeah, she was trying to get money. Out. She was trying to just get money out. Of yeah, and then she ends up dying. Thus, mm-hmm. getting money out of Bruce. Yeah. At least getting Bruce in prison. She did do that. <laughs> this movie had a little bit of a mask and a phantasm feel for me. That's what I was expecting with the villain. Yeah, like I was expecting it to be just. Someone I'd never met before is just going to be like, oh, it's the mayor's assistant. I think the scene that I liked the least was the scene that Joe mentioned. I also did not like that scene. I was okay. trying to think of something else, and I can't get there. I just she was just like so unbelievably like drunk. It was hard to for me to imagine even in that time for anyone to believe her. You know, 
I'll tell people. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, she's a drunk. She lives on the streets. She doesn't even have a house. No one's going to believe her. Bruce Wayne built a goddamn Ferris wheel. But they did. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about the uh, bat signal cues? Oh, that was cool. That was pretty cool, right? That was interesting. It was a good way to do it. Yeah. It was... I'm glad it was in there. Yeah. Yep. I mean, as soon as we saw the light, I hope yeah, it was, was just like, oh, it's the bat signal. Yeah. And at the same time, like, it it felt very Batman Begins to me. So when Batman Begins, the way that the bat signal gets created is he strings up um, Mahoney to it. Right. And that's, you know, and that's kind of similar, where it's, it wasn't a light specifically made to be the bat signal. Right, it just turned it. It just turned into it. So I thought that was, I, I liked it. And did you like this movie more than, less than, or equal to The Killing Joke? More. More. Way more. I Yeah, and I like The Killing Joke, but I think that this is a better movie. I forgot what I gave The Killing Joke. How long is The Killing Joke in comparison? It was short like this, too, right? Hour 20th. Hour yeah, 20th. something like that. That's what's kind of nice about some of these these Batman animateds is like they're only an hour and fifteen like they're not hard to to muscle through. You've done them pretty quick. Like the Killing Joke was rough for me because I'm more familiar with that source material. That's fair. And they deviated from that in the well, beginning part. They didn't really deviate. They covered all of it. They just added more to the beginning. Yeah, just to kind of get over an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just to make it movie length. Yeah, well, that, that adds a whole another dynamic to the plot. A little love interest. In That's it. not a good one. Nope. It's not a necessary one at the least. Matt, how true is this to the source? The first part. First part? Yeah, like, the, the, the arc goes Jack the Ripper story, right? And then he kind of solves that. And then it's kind of like, wait, but something else is going on here. And then it gets weird. Is Gordon Jack the Ripper in the... I don't remember. See, that's what I don't remember. The Wikipedia is telling me that it's the Joker. Yeah. Really? It, it could Wikipedia. be. My, I, it again, could I don't be. know. But that's the thing. Like, I don't remember. I just remember Two-Face actually being a Two-Face at the end of the movie and Ivy actually doing something with plants. Hmm. And, but I think they chose to do it, like, loosely based and not, like, spot on. Because, honestly, they bring, like, Cthulhu into it and it gets... It gets muddy. <laughs> I imagine... I guess a shot for shot would be kind of boring, huh? Yeah, exactly. If you if you read it already, then yeah, it's it's just not necessary. That's gonna wrap up our coverage of Gotham by Gaslight. Here's the part of the show where we rate it. Our Infinity Stone system, one to six. One is low, six is high. Somewhere in there is gonna be everyone's score. I'll go first. Yeah, hey, all yeah. right. Give this movie four stones. What? It's enjoyable. It's I think five is around my ceiling. For most animated movies, it would have to really blow me away to get a six. The one thing I just didn't touch on was the fact that I like that the camera shakes whenever someone lands a heavy blow in a fight. Mm. It was an interesting little touch they added to that. That's a good point. But it was good. It was an entertaining movie. The rewatchability isn't amazing, now that I know the answer to the mystery, but it's still good. I would show this to people if people were interested in seeing it. So yeah, four stones. And I'll jump across to Matt now. I am going to echo you, Joe, but not because I like to echo you, but because I feel it's the right thing to do. I'm also going to give this movie four stones, because it's Batman, so fuck it. But I also like it. So it loses a stone already. Yes, but I also liked <laughs> it. So, but I also liked it, so there's that. You know, they did really cool things with the whole nods to characters that exist, and the story was good, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. This is the Batman that you like. This is the Batman I enjoy. Batman who's fallible, and a person. And gets stabbed and gets feels pain. 
Corey. This is tough because I've always said that my threes and fours are going to be based on whether or not I would rewatch them, and my gut reaction is to say no, I wouldn't rewatch it. But I don't think this movie deserves a three. So I think, yeah, I know, right? I'm laughing because I'm like, continue. <laughs> so I, I think I, if I'm with you, if somebody was to be like, hey, let's watch this movie, I'd probably sit down and watch it again. It doesn't have an allure because you know the mystery, you know the end of the mystery. I think I'm going to give it four though. It was good. I thought it was an interesting take on Batman, and I just liked that he. I just liked that Batman kept getting his ass kicked and kept going. I kind of really enjoy that. Sequel, take us home. Your rationale about the rewatchability is funny to me because I'm at them right there with you. I'm this has zero rewatchability to me. I'm yeah. never going to see it ever again. It's never going to be on TV because it's rated R. It's true. I do like the concept though. The premise is pretty cool. Um, I'm, makes me interested in other Elseworlds. But it's 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 solid. It's, it's a four, but I, I can't go any higher, and I'm never going to see it again. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, exactly. Like if we hadn't done, if we hadn't seen it now, you know, at some point, granted, the podcast would have made me say it. But who knows? It could have gotten buried away in a million other things, and I may have never seen it. So I'm happy I saw it. Am I going to watch it again? Probably not. It's just no point, right? Like. It's a really cool premise, but you again you get over that pretty quickly. But it's not bad. I don't hate it. Yeah, it takes it takes a very special movie for me to know. Like, it takes a very special heist movie for me to be like, I'm gonna watch that movie again, even though I know every twist and turn of this heist. I'm looking at you, oceans. Are you excited for that one coming out? I am very excited about the all all women's oceans movie. Oceans eight. I think it looks not that great, but. It doesn't matter. It's a heist movie. It's in I the know. oceans thing. Same universe. Yeah. I, I'm hoping... That's the thing that bothers me the most. It's the same, oh, God, it's the same no. family. All yeah. I want... All I want is for Rusty to just, like, be, like, walking through the casino at one point. Eating just, a cheeseburger. Eating a cheeseburger. <laughs> just... Just... Because you know that's him, like, keeping an eye on them. Like, what the fuck are they up to? I can't wait. Hey, so Frank sent an email in with his thoughts about Gotham by Gaslight. I forgot to read it during the episode, so I'm just going to let you know now that Frank says, I actually really love this movie. I like that all the Robins were recruited by Alfred. Honestly, didn't see the twist coming. My wife and I were trying to play detective to figure out who the Ripper was. We had so many theories, but neither of us got it. I loved seeing it as Gordon. My rating is five stones. And now back to the episode. Those are our ratings for Gotham by Gaslight. Nope, Gotham by Gaslight. <laughs> Gotham it's, by Gaslight. <laughs> We're tired, guys. It's been a long day. Yeah, This was maybe our second episode tonight. Maybe. Could have been. You'll never know. Unless I tell you. We just told you. Have you seen Gotham by Gaslight? Do you want to let us know what you thought about it? Or, you know, stuff that we missed? It's possible that we missed some stuff. Tell us your favorite Jack the Ripper lore. Send an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at zthpodcast. If you just so happen to have a steampunk Batman costume, take a picture of it and send it to us on Instagram at zthpodcast. If you happen to be a relative of Jack the Ripper, we want to know about it and friend request us on facebook.com backslash zthpodcast. You can search for us on Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes, Zeros and Heroes, and an E-S. And go on to iTunes or something that pulls from iTunes for podcasts. Give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying the show. If you want to leave a review, cool. If not, just the five stars would be great. And if you don't have the option to give us a rating, just tell someone about the show. Be like, hey, like the show. Check it out. We want all the people. All of them. Every one of you. Next time, we're going to be doing a... 
well, this movie was pretty dark, so I can't really even say a change of pace, really. It's going to be <laughs> it's a, a change very... of pace in the sense that it's not a cartoon. It's a lot yeah. of action. It's going to be a, it's a very different superhero movie. It's called Super. It stars Rain Wilson, and it's got Kevin Bacon in it. And uh, Ellen so, Page. And Ellen Page. Wow. You know what? That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So that's, we're going to get weird with that next time. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a fan of that movie or a fan of people just talking about weird stuff... That's going to be your jam next time, super, once again. And on behalf of everyone else, we're going to get out of here, but remember that every movie out there, I guess Batman, Gotham by Gaslight included, is someone's favorite movie.